what is going on everyone it is your shaman your sister in spirit and your friend alicia dunlevy here and today we are going to be talking about negative energies jeez, jeez, jeez. <laughs> and how negative energies can affect our lives and what we as individuals can do to be mindful how be mindful how to overcome these things through our own sovereignty and basically when we know it's time to call in some support from a shaman um, a priest um, or a spiritual practitioner that works specifically with negative energies that might be manifesting in a way where we feel like we are losing our sovereignty or losing control overall okay so what is it about negative energies? Like, how do I know that I'm in a space of negative energy? Negative energy or a negative state of being or a negative mindset or stinking thinking, <laughs> all of these kind of like ripple out to give us a better description in terms of what a negative vibe is. A negative vibration is when you are not in a state of elation, bliss, joy, or peace. Okay, so negative vibes are going to be whenever you are in jealousy, greed, anger, wrath, lust. Um, there's a certain lack of presence that there. There's a there's a certain lack of self control that happens when we are in a negative vibe. Um, there's also a certain lack of mental discipline or emotional discipline or physical discipline that happens whenever we are in a negative vibe. Negative vibes can also manifest in just like a series of bad luck. It's just like things just keep happening over and over again. Um, it can also manifest in ways where we have very clear goals or desires in our lives and we just can't seem to push past it, push past these obstacles and these blocks that are in the way. We also could be having some repetitive negative dreams. We could be having sleep paralysis we could be having spiritual psychosis Ooh, how many of you have heard about this concept like spiritual awakening the, the line between a spiritual awakening and a spiritual psychosis is quite thin <laughs> ultimately negative vibes stem from fear okay everyone so when we are in a state of fear, right, when we think about the sympathetic nervous system, we have our fight, flight, fawn, freeze response, right? And in these responses, how do they manifest? Well, when you are in a fight state, typically you're in a state of uh, anger, rage, maybe jealousy, maybe greed, right? We pick up some kind of argumentative behavior. Sometimes we even go into full-blown physical violence. Um, when we are in the, the flight response, we might revert to being uh, on our phones a lot, okay? So we're like disassociating, we're detaching from the situation, not in a way that's non-attachment, but complete detachment, <laughs> <laughs> okay, in order to numb ourselves. So flight is running away from these situations, even using things as distractions. Flight, the flight response can also manifest in addictions, okay? Alcoholism, tech, tech addiction, um, food addiction, exercise addiction, 
sex addiction, all of these things. In the freeze response, this is going to manifest as procrastination. This is going to manifest as indecisiveness. This is going to manifest in, um, ooh, hermiting and isolation. In the fawn response, fawn has a lot to do with people pleasing, okay? Doing things that aren't addressing the issue and kind of giving in to situations in order to avoid conflict. It's really anchored in serving other people above servicing yourself. Going into a certain set of, um, certain kind of martyrism, self-sacrificing, right? And not intentionally, not doing things as an act of service, but self-sacrificing because you just don't want to deal with the problems. And you can see by listing all of these things how this can be super disconnecting from the God self. This can be super disconnecting from joy and positivity and self-empowerment and a connection to self-confidence and self-worth, right? And so all of these things can be considered when we are dealing with negative vibes, understanding on a physiological level that we are probably operating under a stress response, under a sympathetic response, okay? So how do we begin to take back our sovereignty? Well, we do things that bring us joy, right? We, we bring ourselves back into an alpha state. How do we get there? We get there through imagination and play, through creativity, And there's a whole interesting depth that wants to come in through this, right? Because creativity, some there are plenty of songs that are created from a space of negative vibration, right? So how do we get into a positive vibe? We tune into feeling. Does it feel not good in order to uh, numb ourselves, but does it feel like happiness and joy? And again, not just in the moment, but long-term. Does it feel like peace? Does it feel like alignment with self? Does it feel like alignment with our future goals? Right? Um, so what else can we be mindful of? So we can be mindful of, maybe I'm stressed out right now. And maybe I need to, to relax start rededicating myself into self-care. Maybe I need to do a little like mental uh, check-in. Like, hey, how are you? I love check-in culture. Checking in with yourself. Have you eaten today? Are you sleeping regularly? Our basic needs need to be met, right? Have you been eating in a way that is nourishing to the body? A lot of our emotions, a lot of our imbalances come from a lack of balance in our endocrine system, or maybe even in some of the neurotransmitters that are firing off in the body. If we think about serotonin within itself, 90% of serotonin is produced in the gut. How is your diet? Right? So eating high vibrational foods, eating foods that bring health and wellness, bring growth, is going to be important. What are some other things <laughs> that we can do? Right. Those signs, right? Those signs of being angry, those signs of being restless, those signs of being indecisive and procrastinating, kind of getting into that sloth energy, those signs of being jealous and greedy, those signs of being lustful. 
one way, again, checking culture. So one way to really begin to do this is to start journaling regularly. I know a lot of people (laughs) get to a place in their lives where they're like, you know, I really don't want to be spending that time writing in a book. Like it's a lot of time. And sometimes my thoughts come out faster than my hand can write. There are other ways for us to allow ourselves to see what is going on in the mind. And this does not necessarily involve a third party, like a coach or a therapist or a counselor or even a friend, a trusted friend, right? We can record voice to text. We can text ourselves. There are plenty of apps that you can use where you can actually message yourself. You can even not do voice to text, but actually just have a a sound recording of yourself. You can go into video blogging where you turn on the camera and just start talking and speaking openly about what and how you're feeling. And then once we are able to see some of the stressors that are causing us to get into a negative vibration, what we then can do is begin to problem solve. I love that beautiful visualization where it is like the really tangled up thing of yarn And like through talking it out and through self-reflection, it's like taking this messy ball of yarn and actually organizing it in a way where we can um, compartmentalize is the word that wants to come forward, but I'm not 100% sure if that's the right, if it's the accurate word for this. But so that way we can get some kind of clarity and level-headedness with ourselves in terms of what's really bothering us. And when we can get clear on what is bothering us, then we are able to actually start creating a plan to overcome this challenge that we are facing, this challenge, this obstacle that is thus bringing us stress, thus bringing us into a low vibration. The thing that I really feel called to share in this video is that sometimes people will call on a shaman because there are some sort of negative entities, right? But I just wonder how many times it's a negative id entity which is identity. (laughs) How many times is it actually the negative identity that is now manifest into an entity? And it has nothing to do with anything outside of yourself, but has everything to do with you and the identities that you are casting away, that you are ignoring, that you are shoving away because you're too busy to look at your pain, to look at your suffering, to look at the parts of yourself that are self-sabotaging. They're standing in the way of your dream life. There are times when this can happen or somebody's like, something is following me around. I'm like, it's you. <laughs> It's you. It's your anger that's following you around that you're not addressing. It's your hurt of rejection, of being called a name. It's your hurt of not feeling loved enough that is haunting you. It is your hurt of not feeling like you have freedom that is haunting you. That you have disassociated, you have detached yourself so much from that truth of self that it now just hangs on by a thread and follows you around until it gets the acknowledgement that it needs in order to transmute into wisdom, into self-knowledge, into power, into empowerment, into change, into growth, into transformation. And so this does not by any means mean that 
I am saying you have to do it alone. Because sometimes in order for us to detach a sense of self, a, a sense of self from us, for us to have to do that, we really have to bury it into the subconscious or even unconscious mind. And so having somebody like a seer, right? Shaman is the one who knows or the one who sees, somebody who can step in and say, I'm so connected to all that is. I can see you. I can see all of you. And this is what's following you. Can be such a powerful and potent medicine because then that shadow part of self that you have been detaching from now finally is seen and then can be integrated in a potent way. And although I would never say, do it on your own, <laughs> I don't want to help you. I do want to help. However, in helping you, what can be done? There's a potent possibility and opportunity for you to take back your sovereignty. What does sovereignty mean? Sovereignty means a supreme power. A su supreme power over yourself. If you look it up on uh, the Merriam-Webster, uh, it says a supreme power, especially over a politically organized unit. What if it was a supreme power, especially over a living organized unit? Are you not an organism organized and a unit? Is your body not that? Your mind, body, emotions, and soul that? And how do you claim your supreme power over it? It is truly getting back into the basics, which is getting to know yourself and getting to know the parts of yourself that you like and the parts of yourself that you don't like. And restructuring that. It's okay to not like certain parts of yourself. But my question for you is, if you get that clear in terms of what the inner critic is saying to you, my next question is, is that the truth or is that something that somebody else told you? Well, it's maybe a little bit of both. Okay. But which one does it lean more towards? Because if it is the truth, then what this truly is, is a call for change. A call for action. Change in action change in discipline, change in being, if this is not the truth, and this is something that you have been indoctrinated with and told, then this calls for a change of perception, a change of belief systems, a change of thought. And honestly, guys, there is not one that is easier than the other, if I'm being honest. They're both difficult. They both present unique challenges to us right but sovereignty is autonomy sovereignty is freedom from outside control sovereignty is reclaiming the control that you do have and sometimes a responsibility that comes with uh self-control and discipline like the responsibility that comes with that can sometimes really freak people out but just know, a little master tip here, that that typically comes from this very deep societal rooted belief system that we have to do it perfect and that we have to do it perfect. You don't. 
The only thing that we ask is that you try your best, that you remain persistent in the journey and in the desire of sovereignty, of freedom, self-discipline. And sometimes we do trip up. And knowing that that is not a negative thing, that that is natural. It's natural to grow little humps and bumps along the way, right? And then to recommit. Responsibility is recommitting to self. It's a commitment. It's a dedication. (laughs) Even more so, it is a devotion. Ooh. Sovereignty is a devotion to self. And that is such a deep level of self-love. And there's nothing that vibrates higher than love. Especially for self. So for those of you that wonder, right? How do I raise my vibration? You learn to love yourself. I don't know how to love myself. Well, first identify the things that you don't love about yourself, because I'm sure you got a whole list in there, right? And then forgive yourself for the things that you are so mean to yourself about. The expectations that are set too high, they're unreasonable, some of these expectations that you set especially if they're towards perfection. And there is a difference between understanding the unreasonable expectations that we set and realizing the self-sabotaging excuses that we can make. There's also a fine line between them. And sometimes figuring out where that fine line is, is the whole journey. (laughs) The whole journey, which is sacred. It's a whole devotion. So thank you so much for being here. That feels very full to me, right? That feels very full. (laughs) So what is a negative? What, what, what are negative? What are, what are, what are negative vibes? Negative, negative vibrations stem from thoughts, emotions, actions, behaviors. Okay environments can affect the negativity that we feel. So when we think about the actions that we're taking, the thoughts we are thinking, the feelings that we are succumbing to feeling, the environments that we choose to be in, the people that we choose to be around, which are supporting your joy, your happiness, and your true alignment, and which are not. What words are you speaking that are in alignment with love, compassion, and understanding? And which words are you speaking, whether internally to yourself or externally to others that are judgmental, hurtful, hateful, jealous, greedy, lustful, (laughs) you know, not anchored in love? All those things might be affecting your vibration. What music are you listening to? What TV shows are you watching? What books are you reading? All of these will have an effect on the mind. On the the overall 
vibration of the body, the overall frequency of this magnetic being. What is our sovereignty? Our sovereignty is our, is, is our choice, is our decision to take back our control by knowing that we have a choice to choose to listen to positive things, to eat better, to take better care of the body, to invite more kind, loving things into the mind in order to take kind, compassionate, um, passionate action towards the things that matter in our lives and to things that are aligned with our purpose and our mission. The other thing that just really wants to be said is surrendering to something bigger than yourself. Knowing that sometimes we take supreme control by giving it to something bigger and better than us. And that's a whole vibe. <laughs> so thank you so much for rocking, rocking with me today. We, as always, you know, these are very short videos, right? Please um, think about any topics that you want me to hit on. And of course, we will just do mini chats on them. And all these chats can be built upon. All of these topics can be revisited with new insight and in a deeper way. We are just beginning. And for that, I'm so grateful. So if you have any questions, if you have any topics that you're interested in, please drop them down in the comments below. Hit the like button, hit the like button, the subscribe, the notification bell. If you want to know when I'm dropping new content, share it with a friend. And um Thank you sincerely for being here with me. All right. Peace and love, everyone. Bye.